We're back. Welcome to the file drawer. Eric, we have a lot to talk about today. We have a, a full docket of topics. We have so much to talk so about. Much. I don't even know where to begin. I was excited about this podcast because, yeah. you know, these ideas were just coming out of my brain yeah. like like water out of a broken hydrant. <laughs> I don't know. Nice. Something yeah, like you that. called me in the middle of the night last night and you're like, Sam, I have so many ideas. I just need to tell you them right now. And I said, Eric, save it. Save it for the podcast. Save it. Save it. And so that's what I did. That's mm-hmm. what I did, Sam. Yep. And now we're going to have the best show that we have ever had. The best show that we have ever had. It may be the best. Have. It may be the best episode of any podcast ever. You know what? You know what? I would say, yes, you're right about that. And the best episode of any future podcast ever that will be recorded in the future. Mm-hmm. This might be the ultimate construction of conversation <laughs> that has ever been recorded in the history and future of mankind. Yeah. And to that, sir, I applaud both of us. Yeah, me too. Good good job, us. Do you know Slate actually did do like the 25 best podcast episodes ever? Like you know, came I up think, with a list? Yeah, I think I read that. And I think uh, – I listened to number one a couple weeks ago and yeah, it was wh- really good. Which was number one? Cause I- it was Louis C.K. Yep. Yep. Uh, with Mark Maron, right? Yeah, and I'd heard that originally, and I actually yeah. went back to listen to it again. It was good. It was a a really interesting episode because it was more than just an interview. Definitely, those guys have like a history, a history, uh, and yeah, was well, like you know really good friends, and then kind of falling apart. The their friendship kind of falling apart, and then trying to reconcile on the podcast itself. It yeah. was really interesting. Yeah. Um, Mark Marin. I mean, I I didn't know him as I mean, I love comedy and stuff, but I didn't know him as a comedian, you know, years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've gotten into his podcast over the past couple of years. Interesting guy, man, and he's very. I think he still has his own issues, but he's very. He attempts to be very self aware, mm-hmm. in, in terms of uh, acknowledging, <laughs> um, his self destructive sort of, uh, behavior at times. Yeah, um, I mean, he really messed up on drugs for a while and. If I I don't know that well, but I remember from that episode talking. Yeah. Well, and, and I mean, it's interesting dynamic to know somebody when you're both young, trying to make it in whatever your chosen field in this case, comedy. Having one person just blow up, which is what yeah. Louis C.K. did, and yeah. how do you handle uh, the emotions that come from that? And I think Mark would say that he did not handle it uh, the most mature way he possibly could have. Uh, yeah. And that's what that whole episode was about. So we'll put a link in the in the show notes to that episode. I actually really recommend it. Um, if you have listened to anything by Louis C.K. or appreciate the work that he does, uh, I think you'll really like that episode. It's just, it's just interesting. It's an interesting conversation between two really interesting people. Yeah. There's a couple podcasts that I'd already listened to on that list, I believe, uh, and a couple that I hadn't. Um, I don't have the list in front of me, but do you yeah. recall any I, no, other? I honestly didn't even look through the list until right now. I have it in front of me now, um, but I, I just kind of saved it to go through later. Uh, yeah. I just – because somebody I, I follow on Twitter mentioned the, the number one one, and I, I, and I just thought the whole concept of ranking the best podcast episodes ever seemed a little bit absurd. So I was like, all right, I got to listen to what they decide number one is. Like it must be really good, and yeah. uh, indeed, indeed it was. 
Yeah, that's it's actually interesting. And uh, there's you know there's a lot of plot podcasts that I hadn't heard of that are on that list. Yeah. Um, at the same time, um, I would say WTF has a lot of good podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I'm so for that to be number one, that, that says something. Um, I have a question for you. I keep yeah. seeing this, this one podcast keeps being recommended by the other people that I listen to, and I just haven't taken them up on the recommendation yet. But I'm, maybe you are familiar with it. Do you listen to the Flop House? I've never heard of it. Oh wow! All right. Well, I'll never mind. What's, what's it <laughs> no, they uh, they the guys get together. I think they're all comedians, uh, and they watch a movie that flopped either critically ah. or in the market, and then yeah. they uh, talk about it. And okay, it's one of the podcasts that I. It, it sounds like all right. I have to have seen the movie to understand what's going on, but everybody I've heard talk about it says no. You do not need to have seen it. Just go listen to it. And I haven't done yeah. it yet because I'm partially afraid that I'll get really into it, and I don't need another another weekly or bi-weekly responsibility in terms of my time but it's probably good so i should probably yeah. w- listen to it i mean that's a type that you can listen to occasionally you know what i'm saying yeah but i've got this uh, personality where if there's like a, a back a, uh, like a backlog i want to i want to and i like it i want to yeah. finish it out man I've, it, it seems like an open loop to me and i just want to i want to do the entire thing yeah i actually had thought about um um because this idea of podcasting is so easy, you can just record yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the idea of like talking about movies. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking about just uh, I want to get like a portable recorder that I can just carry around. So if I ever go see a movie, I can just immediately record. Don't you know you always talk? At least I always talk to my friends about movies. Like as soon as I walk out of the theater, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I think I, I think I'm some sort of movie critic or whatever. <laughs> Not really. And um, but I think that that conversation straight out of the theater. About a movie would be so interesting as yeah. well. You know what I mean? I like talking about movies in general, so I might actually check out this, uh, the flop house. Yeah, check it out. You you check it out, and if you think it's worth my time, then that will be the the <laughs> straw that breaks the camel's back, and I will go and I will listen to some. Yeah. There's another uh, movie type. I'm sure there's a couple of different uh, podcasts like this, but uh, it doesn't come out as often. I'm sure it did not make this list, but um, there's a podcast called How Did This Get, How did this get Made? Okay. And uh, same type of premise, but yeah. um, they talk about basically bad movies. They don't watch the movie, but they talk okay. about movies. Basically trying to understand how did these get made. And so I recently listened to this like sometime last week, and they were talking about um, – ah, what's the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie um, where he became pregnant? <laughs> what was that called? Uh, Mr. Mom or something? No, um, I don't know. Hold on. I might just be making that up. If it's not called that, it should be because that's pretty – I just came up with a great title. Uh, I don't think – it's an actual movie, but I don't think it's the one that Schwarzenegger is in. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, Michael Keaton. Uh, yeah, that wasn't it. Um, it was uh, Junior with uh, okay. Danny DeVino and uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay. And so I listened to this podcast – and I listen to it often, and, and I don't think they put out that many podcasts. Like they were kind of joking around about that, but it was so funny. They're just like <laughs> railing on the movie, and it's it was um, what's the guy's name? It was um, uh, two guys that are in the league. You ever watch that? Uh, oh yeah, the league. I love the league. Uh, it was the guy. Uh, Is it Ruxin? No, no. Okay. Um, it was the guy who plays. Uh, I watch it all the time, but it's I just it's not. It's coming. Not coming. It's a Paul Shear. He okay. plays the uh, the guy that they make fun of, the doctor. Yeah, they make fun uh, of the Andre. Guy. Andre, his wife, who was also, I think, uh, like in the in the okay sort of comedy world in her own right. I'm not exactly sure what she does. Um, and then Jason Manzukas, who plays Rafi. 
I um, love Rob. Robbie is my favorite like, TV <laughs> character. So it's just funny just hearing them talk, man. Um, gotcha. so that's another one that might be interesting. All right. Great. Because, yeah. you know, what I need is is more uh, entertainment things gonna... to, to feel obligated to. So I appreciate that. What's it called again? Hey. How did this get made? Yeah. All right. Good. Well, I don't have a uh, you know podcasts are great when you have a commute and you got to drive and or you got to ride on a train or something. Uh, as you may know, I don't commute anywhere except for my yeah. bedroom to my office, which is in my house. So my commute is very short. So sometimes I feel like I don't have time to listen to podcasts because I can't listen to them when I'm working. Yeah. My brain doesn't work that yeah. way. I can do it when I'm working, depending on what I'm doing. So if I'm doing like data stuff, um, sort of things that are kind of systematic, mm-hmm. things like that. Um, I can listen to it. I'll sometimes have to pause if I have to read and interpret something or try to figure something out. Gotcha. But yeah, I can listen to them when I work. That's uh, so I, I go can, through a lot of them. <laughs> you do. You are like you listen to the most podcasts out of anyone I I know. I think. How did you come to podcasts? Oh, how did I? That's a good question. It's a really good question. Not podcasting, but just listening to podcasts. Cause I know how you came to podcasting. I was there for that. It started in the pool. Started in the pool. <laughs> uh, that's a good question, man. I think either I was searching just on YouTube, and this is like this is a couple years ago when people started putting podcast on YouTube. That no, nah, I think that's wrong. I don't remember. I don't remember. I, I think there's something that I first started listening to. I, I don't remember which podcast it was. And then um, in the podcast thing I was listening to, you can sort of discover other podcasts. Mm. And then I was like, oh, wow, huh, this is a thing? Then I started like <laughs> searching comedy podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> you so know, were, you, started... were you somebody who listened to a lot of radio before podcasts? Like were you a big talk radio guy? Uh, no, not at all. I hated okay. talk radio. Okay. I listened to a lot of music. I think my music um, that I listened to has definitely been reduced a great deal. Mm-hmm. Um, partly in – you know, I would listen to the radio in terms of like music on the radio, mm-hmm. and I didn't have like satellite radio or anything like that. And so, being um, in a place that doesn't really play a lot of the types of music I like, mm-hmm. um, you know, just, just to kind of talk about the types of music I like, I, I like a kind of a eclectic uh, bunch, <laughs> different genres and stuff. But I do like love like hip hop music and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and just the radio. The radio is terrible. In terms of like hip hop and stuff like that, is just terrible. Like hearing sort of the sort of the new stuff, the newer stuff at least at that time for me, I was just like, this is garbage, man. Like it being like I love like you know '90s hip hop mm-hmm. more so. Early 2000s, I think is good. Um, um, some of the stuff is just like just ridiculous. I'm like, I can't listen to this. And so, uh, I think I would have kept on listening to that, but I think I found an alternative sort of thing to listen to mm-hmm. at some point being podcast. And now I just kind of like in the car, I don't really listen to music that much anymore. Yeah. I, I've realized too, that I used to be huge into listening to a lot of music. It was a really kind of large part of my life. And since I've started listening to podcasts, I've really cut back on that because if I'm not working, I'm probably listening to a podcast. And if I am working, I'm only listening to music that has no like singing in it. Yeah. So I listened to like three, <laughs> Three albums, basically, while I'm working, and then the rest of the time, it's podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things I'm trying to do this year is listen to a little bit more music and, and like, get back in touch with that. Because sometimes, sometimes I, as much as I love listening to podcasts, it's kind of – I don't know if it's a good thing for me to constantly be listening to, like, other people talk and not having my own 
thoughts. I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. And, and uh, because like the um, different apps and stuff or uh, companies have come out, and, and I would say not just come out because they've existed for a while, but I think improved, such as like your Spotify, your Pandora, mm-hmm. th- things like that. I've, so I've since begun also listening to more music mm-hmm. because now I can now find the artists I want and to see the listen like Spotify. You can find yeah. albums and do like shuffle play. I'm talking about free that you don't have to buy because yeah. I'm cheap. Yeah. Um, and you can just play their albums. It does it in the random order. Um, it like shuffles around the order, which is fine for me. Um, you know, if you have Amazon Prime, you can access certain music on Amazon Prime. Um, yeah, I'm a, I'm a Spotify. I'm a big Spotify guy. I pay for the premium because I can't. I cannot handle ads popping up into my music when I'm trying to work. <laughs> like the whole point yeah, yeah. of me listening to music is to get like in the zone and be yeah, able to yeah. really focus. And if I hear their loud, obnoxious, which I'm pretty sure they make these ads deliberately obnoxious because the whole point is they want to drive you toward the premium. Yeah. Uh, it's so I I figured it was worth it to spend that yeah. that money. But uh, th- those types of things have brought me back to music because I think at yeah. the time I didn't. I don't think Pandora was adequate enough for me because, for me at least, their their algorithm, however they pick your next thing, I was just like, oh, this is terrible. <laughs> I think the apps for phones weren't as good, yeah, um, as they are now, or they've been, you know, they've improved. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, and so yeah, it's it's a big part of sort of what has driven my what I listen to. Yeah, I was I I remember I, I had this moment of nostalgia yesterday. I don't know. I was reading some article about like the internet in the early 2000s and I saw like screenshots of Napster and LimeWire and BearShare <laughs> yeah. and I was like oh man this brings me back to like my high school days I uh I that I spent a lot of time trying to find music on those uh services and and like trying to oh, oh my god if I could have all the time back that I spent uh fixing metadata on yeah. my MP3s yeah I I probably yeah. would have like written a book or something by now yeah. I don't know why I found that such an enjoyable, yet maddening task. Oh, you found that enjoyable? Yeah, I don't know. It's it like bringing yeah. order to chaos. Man. Did you use Did you use iTunes back then, or is iTunes out? I think so. Uh, I mean, I would imagine. Yeah, I, I probably did. I probably yeah. did. So yeah, going through and making sure all the all the artist data yeah, and the you know albums, yeah. everything spelled correctly. It, uh, I don't know. I like I liked taking a, a folder of mess and bringing perfect order to yeah. it. So it's probably some sort of disorder there. <laughs> uh, no, that's again probably so put you, put you into the where you are now type. Well, thing. except now that's, I don't have any MP3s because I only use streaming, so like all that work is gone. Yeah, I remember um, that's one of the turnoffs for me because I didn't, you know, I didn't have an iPod at any point in time, but mm-hmm. you could use iTunes, or whatever, to organize music, and if the meta uh, tags weren't correct. It was all messed Everything up. would be like, yeah, it's, it's all jacked up and stuff. And just seeing it be jacked up, I was like, this is annoying. I don't want to yeah. see that. Yeah. And then I, I, you can download software. I think I downloaded some software to sort of do like, you know, albums mm-hmm. in a more systematic way. Oh, and yeah. Stuff like that. that totally but, exists now. You don't have to do it by hand. And um, and I was just like, oh, this is terrible. Um, and so I kind of got off of this idea of this idea of iTunes and using that. And I, I like the idea of just being able to pop it in. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. I, like I don't even care. This well, it may be different now because they've gotten so much better. But I, in, in terms of back then, I didn't care to even care to see the meta tags. I didn't, I didn't care. Just have the the song and the artist, right? Oh. And that's fine with me. Yeah. Um, yeah you, so. need all, you need all that info. My first MP3 player, I loved. It wasn't. It wasn't an iPod. It was uh, an iRiver. I think it was called. Yeah. It was so cool. It was like this little uh, like triangular prism. Uh, man, I listened to the crap out of that. It was so good. Does that company even exist anymore? 
I'm, <laughs> I'm looking it up right now. Uh, I think so. Anyway. Uh, so we've, we've checked off the first main thing that was on our list of, of topics, uh, reminiscing about, uh, music and talking about podcasts. Uh, so good job. Uh, next, next item on our, on our list was, uh, was what? Well, you know, I was telling you a little bit about, um, the mic that I'm using now. Yes. Yes. And so it's tech technology or whatever. And so I'm moving around and stuff. So I had to get a, and I've, I've kind of gone a different, you know, um, Kind of traveled a bit. You live, you Coast. live a mobile lifestyle. Mobile yeah. lifestyle is what you're. You're a digital nomad. Yeah, and so when I'm on the go, I need a I need a portable, ultra portable mic for recording purposes. Um, so it sounds like an so, ad. Yeah, no, that's a, that's the joke. Um, oh, oh, so I you. I ended up finding a, a pretty small. Uh, what I think you know, this is the second time recording um, using this mic. And I thought the first recording was actually pretty decent. Um, it's a pretty small portable mic, even though I'm just now talking too close to it. <laughs> Let me back up a bit. Um, called the Go Mic by Samson. Now you need to get yourself a portable pop filter, son. Yeah, I could, right? Yeah, <laughs> um, I'm sure they make one. Probably. And it's tiny. It, like I didn't expect it to be so tiny, but it's shorter than the width of my finger, uh, almost. Um, Which finger? It, Which finger? Uh, uh, the index finger. Okay. I'm just visualizing. And it, it has like this clip that you can use to, to clip on things, but um, the mic clip, actually give it a clip to your shirt. No, it doesn't. Yeah, objects, oh, more okay. things that are gotcha. sturdy. Gotcha. Like a mic stand or something, and it okay. has like you can actually mount it to a mic stand, and then um, you can actually fold it down, and the mic folds up underneath the clip, and it has a little pouch. Now they don't have a pouch for the USB cord, but <laughs> uh, I wish I wish the pouch is slightly bigger, maybe for the USB cord. Maybe but, you could have to make a custom pouch. You know, like a plastic bag. Uh, uh, sure. I was thinking you need to get some like high quality leather and then craft yourself a, a mic pouch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it reminds me of like back in. Did you ever do Boy, Boy Scouts or I, like I never that, did actually. Some derivative of Boy Scouts, like no. Cub Scouts or anything. No, like in Cub Scouts or one of those levels, um, you would take you would create like a keychains. Yeah, they have this like leather kits, survival keychains. No, just a little <laughs> just leather keychain. Key okay, and you have this. You have like these leather leather templates, um, and like these little plastic things that you use to sew the leather together to make okay. these keychains or other things as well, like wallets. They probably had as well. Yeah, they look stupid. So, so does this mean that you are a former Boy Scout? No, because I never made it to the Boy Scout level. Oh, Cub Scout. I was a Cub Scout. No, now you're gonna make me look up what the levels are here. <laughs> I act, I can't help you. I don't know anything about it, but I do want to hear about Eric Middleton's Cub Scout experience. I wasn't, uh, you know, well, this uh, this is why I bring this up because I was hoping to get into this conversation. Um, so I, I I didn't go get up the Boy Scout, but they have they probably changed this. Um, yeah, it looks like they've. Mm, never mind. They've, they've since changed uh, what all these things are. I would say, well, okay. Uh, I'm surprised. I feel like Cub Scouts and Boy Scouts is not – those are not necessarily organizations that come to mind when I think of like cutting edge or like changing with the times. I mean it's a pretty like traditional thing. <clears throat> well, let me look up Cub Scouts because maybe they consider the ranks within Boy Scouts different. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Sorry. Cub Scouts. All right. Yeah, maybe that's different. Yeah. All right. So I'm on the Cub Scouts web web page. Web portal. Web portal. Internet. 
hub. Um, <laughs> so it looks like uh, there's no like just obvious place where at least that I found where it lists the order, but it looks like you have tiger cub, wolf, bear, weebelows, and I think Boy Scouts would be the next thing. Okay. And so Wait, what the hell's a weebelow? I have no idea. I have no idea. <laughs> I see it fourth and fifth graders. Webelos? Webelos? I think we I pronounce it Webelos. 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 Okay. um, Now I need to know what the hell Webelos is. Are you on? Did you find it? I found it. And it looks like somebody just like made a website. It did not look official at all. (laughs) What is a Webelos? I don't know. What does Webelos stand for? Somebody's asking. It sounds offensive. (laughs) We'll be loyal scouts. Yeah. Wolf bear lion scout. I knew, I, I knew something like that. Hmm. I don't okay. Know. I was hoping it was some sort of animal that I'd never heard of. Yeah. All right. Anyway, carry on. Uh, did, so what, what level did you get to? I think I got to bear, maybe. Or bear Cub Scout. Nice. Do you have age range on whatever you're Third looking graders? at? Third graders? Maybe, yeah. Uh, what, what's after What's after the bear? After bear is the we- Weebelos. Well, I don't know Weebelos. if I made it to we- Weebelos. Let me tell you about my Cub Scouting experience. <laughs> yes, Every, please. Everybody else, I went to like this, like, um, uh, you know, I... I I didn't live in an area that they had like the nice uh, scout stuff where you went camping and had camping equipment and all that stuff. Uh, I think I just did it where they had it at a church, and I think we just ate a lot of candy. I, I, did, <laughs> I didn't learn any skills. Is this where is this where your love for gummy bears started? No, I don't. I, no, that's not where it started. And, it, and both in both occurrences, like I think I moved and it was something similar. So it was done in the church. Okay, but it was not. So there was not a much, not, a, like not a nature component. Now it so much. Like it wasn't shit. Uh, <laughs> we did things. We did things that were connected with the Boy Scouts. Like we did this thing called the Pinewood Derby. Oh, you make the you, cars, right? Where you make the cars, yeah. Uh, and like, uh, I think they did like a little. Uh, you make a boat, like a what is it? Catamaran? No, a uh, some type of thing where you float boats and race boats or something. Okay. Little, little, little styrofoam boats, not real boats. Yeah. Well, in, no in the real, in the real Boy Scout, in the real Boy Scouts. They probably actually went sailing and went into canoes and stuff. Um, but we uh, – the place hung I, out in a church and ate candy and made styrofoam boats. The place that I went did not have, I guess, the monetary funds to do any of that exciting things, nor did my family. So <laughs> I, um, I was not doing any of that stuff. Um, All right. yeah. Well, do you feel like you learned any uh, really – any anything you learned during your Cub Scout times that you really kind of carry with you today made you the I'm, man who you are? I learned that if you want a Pinewood Derby bo- uh, car to go fast, mm-hmm. you sprinkle some graphite on the wheels. What? That sounds like cheating. And you waited in the front. No, you could no, wait. Were you allowed to do that? Okay. I you didn't have to like a- smuggle in some graphite and no. discreetly place it on your car? Um, I don't know how to tie knots. <laughs> I think that's the basic, like the basic thing that people are supposedly supposed to learn. Right. I don't know. I think I got patches for like stupid things. Like... <laughs> Attending something, uh, like the uh, Particip- like participant badges. Now looking back, I don't even know if this was legit Cub Scout. <laughs> you, you just bad. hung out in a church and you, you uh, <laughs> some like non-commissioned Cub Scout group. Man, this is sad. Hmm. You, re- you are you questioning your entire childhood now? I mean, I've, yeah, I do that. That's a regular occurrence. That's a regular, <laughs> a regular thing <laughs> for me. Uh, you know what? So. This makes me realize. I was going to say, I wish there was like Cub Scouts for adults, but isn't that would be like, uh, like what, like Elks Club or, or, or these like um, 
like secret society type things. Have you ever had any urge to join one of those? Uh, no. Freemasons? No. Um, I have relatives who I think were a part of that, that okay. but I don't know. All right. No. Yeah, me neither. I, but although I am, I am attracted to the idea of earning different levels of things and being a different level. I think it's the, I don't know, just the, the, the guy who, like, the, the, who likes playing games. Like, all right, I have a very clear, very clear um, delineation of I'm getting better. Like, I am now, I'm now a Webelos. I am yeah. now, I am now a lion cub, and that well, means I'm I mean, better than I was before. I wish life was kind of like that. I mean, you like see your stats you're, you're, you're visually living, going up. You're kind of living that as, as, you, as soon as you decide to be a, lo- a lifelong student. Uh, you know, yeah, you know what that's true. That what's, you're, you're leveling up right now. Yeah, but we're we're approaching the end of like the uh, the continuum. The, after this, you don't necessarily get like the very clear. There, I mean, once you have your PhD, I mean, what's after that? Another PhD or something? You can start counting up degrees. That's true. If you go into academia, then you become a yeah, uh, I guess yeah, assistant, uh, associate, adjunct, professor, associate, assistant, assistant yeah, uh, full professor, and then if you reach those levels of where you're amazing, then I'm making up these words. I don't remember. I don't Emerit- know. You could be a professor emeritus, emeritus, and all yeah. that stuff, and then you get all these crazy, uh, crazy hoods. <laughs> I wish they changed. I wish they changed the name of those things <laughs> that uh, get added to your. Um, they get sleeves. Or the big, the big sleeves. That's something. That's is yeah. That PhD? Well, I think, I think you you can you buy you can buy the, the style of of robe that you want. No, you have to it's earn the style of robe. Yeah, <laughs> but no, you also buy it. It's like everything else that we're pursuing. You're you're paying for everything. I know I've told you this before, but I want this. It seems relevant again. You know what you get when you become a PhD? I think it's in Finland, right? No, a sword. Oh, yeah, you said you have to mention yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. How cool. I think it's buy Finland. My- I would feel bad if it's not. You're going to show up at graduation with a sword. I should have buy my own. Why not? <laughs> Why not? Uh, it might not be Finland. I don't know. It's some – no, I mean I think it is. I'm Googling yeah. as I talk here. But come on. How cool is that? That would be cool. And that reminds me like um, – remember those old Highlander movies? I love them. If they were to make another Highlander movie, like it would be like the eighth one. I don't think I've ever seen a Highlander movie. Oh, man. But Do I you know the premise? There. Uh, there's a sword and there can only be one. There can only be one. So they go. <laughs> so there's, if you're born a Highlander, you live eternally. Oh. And essentially, you gain power by killing other Highlanders by cutting off their heads. What? And I guess you. you, you How can, do you become a Highlander? You live, you just get born I think you're just born a Highlander. Does that mean like, like a, you're like a, might be a birth a, defect? <laughs> <laughs> is that like is that like a you're like a mutant? I, th- I guess so. I guess gotcha. so. Gotcha. And so, um, I guess. Um, Basically, Highlanders are bad Highlanders who basically are uh, set on killing everybody, and there's some who just don't care; they just kind of live life. Okay. But um, yeah, <laughs> that's the whole the... <laughs> term. There can only be one. So if there is, well, it sounds like Highlander, there can be. It sounds like there can be lots. I don't understand. Yeah, but at the end of the day, there uh, can at the only end be there can only be one. Everybody will eventually well, be killed, if, and there's only one Highlander. What if there's only good ones left? Do they have to kill each other? <laughs> You know what? You're where, or this Highlander who doesn't even really care, and like I have to go find that guy and kill him. He doesn't even want to be a Highlander. Sam, I feel like you're forcing my hand, <laughs> engaging in another ice fishing conversation. <laughs> you're not going to ice fish. You're not going to ice fish bait me <laughs> this week. I All don't right. know enough about Highlander. Okay, fair, fair, fair enough. Maybe we can. If somebody knows a lot about Highlander, um, or if I cared enough to read the Wikipedia article, I guess I could probably figure it out. But I don't, actually. <laughs> uh, I do have a different question though for you, though. Yeah. So Finland, you get a sword. What if, what if the, the 
tradition in the United States was you got to choose some sort of item that they conferred upon you when you got your PhD. What would your what would what would people what would they basically give you in a ceremony at your graduation? What they give me? Yeah, like, something that you like of your choice. Like, you know what? I don't. Not a sword because Finland already chose that, How and not a hood because we already get uh, that's already a thing. Uh, it can be anything. I want a boat. A boat. <laughs> right. and, and, and the key thing is that they actually have to have it in person at the graduation ceremony. Okay, so that's so, something no, more reasonable. Put, no, I'm just saying a boat is perfect. I, I'm just picturing <laughs> this huge boat like to the side of where everybody's sitting, and people are like, "What's with the, what's with the boat?" Like, oh, Eric chose a boat. You would have a, oh yeah, but I would assume like in a group of. Let's say fifteen people. Gra- I don't know how many people. Yeah, there might be like eight boats. Yeah, <laughs> huge it's boats. It's a lot of boats. Yeah. All right. What boat. about you? Wait, wait, hold on. I want to explore this a little bit deeper. Why a boat? Uh, I like the idea of being. So here's the thing. I say that with hesitation because the cost of upkeeping a boat is also mm. expensive as hell. Yeah. But I like the idea of being able to go out into the water. Your mobile, fi- your mobile lifestyle with your tiny. Do a mic. little fishing. Do a little fishing. A little ice fishing. Do a little no, do a little. Reg- you can't take a boat into ice, ice water. Uh, that's um, a good point. But um, yeah, I'm saying that your cousin's going to be like, no, there is a way. No, no, Sam, there is the way to you could take ice like a, fish with boats. You could hover, take a hovercraft, and some way to easily punch holes in the ice. And there you go, you're on a boat, okay. sort of, and you're in your fishing on ice. Okay. Uh, okay, Uh-oh. so you like being mobile. You want to be on the water. You want to do some fishing. Uh, do, do you have a name picked out for your boat? I don't. Hmm. That would be important. You can't have a boat without a name. Maybe I'll call it Apollo's Creed. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That just came. Uh, maybe maybe you should workshop that a little bit more. Apollo's um, Creed. I mean, you it's got to be some sort of pun about about psychology or grad school or stats or something. Hmm. Hmm. If we were good and smart guys, we would have so many like funny things to say right now. I'm like, I'm like going through stats terms and trying to come up with something. I can call it Albert Boat Duran. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually pretty good. No, it's like, terrible. No, I, I like that. That's the Albert Boat Dura. <laughs> That's absolutely, absolutely. Terrible. There's got to be something with like p values or something. Oh, the c value. No, never mind. Ooh. Point oh. Call it less than point oh five. Mm. Um, I don't know. Anyway, all right. So you'd get a big boat. Is this going to be a sailboat or like a, a motorboat? I, I need a little yet, bit man. more clarity around this. I probably have some power on it. Okay, maybe, maybe both have the ability to mm. have a motor on it, but also have the ability to do a little sailing if I need to. Okay, yeah, you know, I'd like to have a backup. Yeah, good. Well, I hope that happens for you. I hope you get a boat when you graduate. Yeah, and then, <laughs> um, what about you? Uh, I wish you wouldn't have asked me that question because I don't know. There you go. Sure, sure you do. Uh, uh, can I just say a boat too? No, I'll say one for you. You'd request just a large, large, like some sort of container of meats. <laughs> um, I've gotten past my meat frenzy. Thank you very much. No, you, I'm back to being no. a normal person. Um, it was mostly because I got on the scale when I was home and realized I'd put on like 12 pounds and that was mostly meat, I think. Um, so I'm back to no enjoying meat, but not living my life around it as I was before. Um, so no, I don't want a big slab of meat. Ah, actually, I'm going to put that on my list of potentials. Big slab of meat. 
would be pretty cool. I uh, see. I'm I'm so practical. Everything I'm thinking of is really boring. Like, oh, I'd like like a new computer, or you know, my car is about to break down. I'd really like a new car. New car would be nice too. Yeah, hey. actually, I thought of it. I thought I know what I want because I for the longest time I have wanted a motorcycle with a sidecar. Ah. It's like a World War II replica uh, yeah. motorcycle. I've already picked up. There's a company that makes these uh, for around ten grand. I can get one new. I want, to see this uh, I want that. The, the, the company, company name is Ural Ural. I think Ural Motorcycles. They're a Russian company, I think. So may, maybe they don't exist anymore. I don't know. And if you're getting hit kind of hard by the whole uh, ruble thing, current events. Yes. Yeah, Ural.com. What's the ruble thing? What's going on with the ruble? Well, Russia. Russia is having some monetary issues, some fluctuations with their currency. Well, they're getting they got slammed by some sanctions because Putin, you know, decided to be a cowboy, um, and so that's actually hurting them more than I think he anticipated. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so ruble is getting all crazy. I think like the central bank in Russia is like buying some insane amount of rubles per day to like help keep it stable. It's they're 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 having some problems. Are you on the website? I'm on the website. How cool are these motorcycles? Yeah. Yeah. And um and ideally I would get like a dog that would then ride in my sidecar with me. Are you are you what do you have against America that you want to, it's a Russian motorcycle? Uh it's not What do you have against it's not what that do I'm you against have, America? Sam, I'm gonna ride it I'm gonna ride it in America what do you like crazy. Have? Against I'm America. a man I am a man of the world, okay? I don't care where my motorcycle comes you from. Save your beard. Is that anti-American? You move out to California. <laughs> okay, now you want to buy this. You want to buy this Russian sidecar. Uh, the reason I said that because I'm, I'm looking at the gear up mm-hmm. and it's camouflage. <laughs> like military style. I don't want a camouflage one. I like the uh, the one that here is called the Mir. It looks pretty cool. Um, but yeah, so if I could graduate and somebody would buy me one of these motorcycles, I'd be very. Be happy. Um, I would be very happy. That would be great. You'd be happy. Mm-hmm. You, could, you, could, you could die tomorrow if you got that. Uh, I'd prefer not to. I'd like to drive it a little bit. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, being on a motorcycle. And here's the other thing, too. Like, motorcycles are death traps, about, right? Have you rode a motorcycle? I have not, actually. Yeah. But I figure if it has a sidecar, it's not really like a motorcycle anymore. Like, I'm not going to, like, lay this down on a turn, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a trike, but yeah. without being a trike. Well, without it's just like... Tr- I don't know. I'm not going to be able to like tip over on it, right? Obviously, I'm not. I don't have a seatbelt on, and I'm not protected by, you know, being enclosed in a vehicle. But I'm also don't have to balance this thing. It's it's, it's got a, it's balancing itself. If you can trick the school into getting you a motorcycle with a sidecar <laughs> upon graduation, I don't even know who to talk okay? to about that. I will buy a, um, I will buy <laughs> a. Monkey to ride in your sidecar off of the black market. That would be awesome, actually. I yes. would train him to because that—that's what you need. A little monkey that's helmet for him too, and I want a little monkey yes. scarf. Yes, awesome. Make it happen. Uh, you make it happen. Um, so all my friends who are listening to this family uh, start saving. I want one of these motorcycles when I graduate. Did that mean? No, I said you have to convince the school. That was, that was the. Oh, okay. That was the- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Our school is just like raining in extra money. They're just throwing around to buy people motorcycles. Yeah. Gotta like beg them to give me money to travel to conferences. Yeah, not don't get me started. Yeah, two hundred seventy-six dollars a month. I could get this motorcycle for how many months? Uh, sixty months. 
Okay. 4.99% APR. Okay. I don't have any money <laughs> to do okay. that, but or I could pay cash for $15,599. Okay. Okay. You know, just you know, just uh pick up some work and uh there you go. I'll I'll have a motorcycle. Which yeah. is I mean, it's the least practical vehicle in the world. I mean, it's a little bit more practical because as a sidecar, I could like put my hockey bag in there and go to yeah. play hockey games and stuff. But yeah. I'm not really going to be toting around a family in that. Not that I have a family, but you know, maybe in my future at some point, and not. I don't know. I don't know how people feel about putting babies in sidecars. Yeah, I, I think that's. Uh, I think people feel okay about it. <laughs> Do only how many babies only... have you seen in motorcycle sidecars? Like in a well, rear-facing seat um well here's the thing oh god here's the thing anytime uh, anytime somebody starts a sentence with here's the thing you kind of have to prepare yourself no no i was gonna say i haven't seen babies in a sidecar with my own eyes ah however i know that it's a purpose purpose <laughs> It's a perfectly acceptable mode of transportation, mm-hmm. in, especially if you have the rear-facing car seat. Right. Sure. Especially. Okay. So I think it works. I think it All works. Right, good. Well, I'm, I'm, I, I, can, I guess I can scratch that off of my list of concerns. Uh, mm-hmm. I, can, I can easily carry uh, a baby in my future motorcycle that I get for earning my PhD. Wow. You, you were, you were going to tell me what about What are we uh, talking about? <laughs> <laughs> you you were going to tell me we did a little pre discussion of all the exciting things that um, yeah are you talking about our big list of topics about. yeah yeah, yeah. Um, so you wanted to tell me about a, a new project that you're working on please elaborate <laughs> I hate you I don't even I, um yeah new project that I am working on uh, are we still are, am I just going to make something up here or am I actually going to talk about a project that I'm working on. You just ruined the bit. Yeah, you're 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 either gonna, I'm not, you're, I'm not you're, the improv you're either, guy. You're, you're the either, improv guy. You were either going to make up something or talk about something real. No, I, I don't know. See, I'm actually going to uh, talk about uh, something that I'm working on. It's um, good. No, I don't have anything. You you just <sighs> broke the bit again. Uh, Let's go with the it. What bit. Are you, on? you know, actually, no. Let's talk. For, let's talk about for real. goals. Okay. Goals for oh, yeah. 2015. Sorry yeah, we're early. Speaking. We're early in the year here, so uh, I have done a decent amount of work. Actually, all of last week, kind of easing back into coming out of my vacation. Uh, I was just thinking a lot about what am I actually trying to uh, accomplish this year and uh, how will I know if I have done it, if I have had a decent year, you know, a year from now and I'm looking back on it. So I don't know. I don't have a lot of great answers around that. But what uh, what, 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 what is your goal planning like for, for 2015? We can come back to me, but I'm, I'm, I want to I wanna, I wanna hear about you. I don't know yet because okay. I'm really – um, I have a couple things I'm trying to tie up now, but it's not necessarily 2015 okay. things. What about like so? Like, I wanted ahead, to talk. I was going to say I wanted to talk about. You know, hopefully, I can remember off the top of my head. But um, in terms of when making goals, you know, sort of best practices in terms of uh, how do you set goals mm-hmm. that promote smart success and reaching your goals? So that's mm-hmm. important. Mm-hmm. So for anybody who's uh, you know. I don't like the idea of saying New Year's resolutions or anything like that. But, yeah, anybody sort of planning out the year and has things in mind that they want to accomplish, um, what's the what's the best sort of method of uh, creating these goals to that, that's going to promote the most success? Sure. Um, well, the one that's most common 
is you have this acronym, S-M-A-R-T, SMART goals. And there's a decent amount of research about how if you set goals that are specific, if they are measurable, if they mm-hmm. are attainable, if they are – what's the R? Something. If they are R and if they are time-bound, uh, then you're more likely to – Actually, follow through with them and have them do something. Hold on, I'm looking. Was at R it. realistic? I think there's two. What's yeah. The, yeah, I the think, A and the I R. Think, I think people around. use. Yeah, people kind of use different things. Yeah, hold on, let's see. But the, but the gist of it is is that you know what specific, I mean? measurable, assignable, realistic, time related. That's one yeah. other definition: specific, measurable, achievable, yeah. relevant, time bound. Anyway, the whole but, idea is that you need to. You can't just kind of set a goal. You can't expect a goal that is sounds like I want to do better this year. Yeah. That's not specific. It's not measurable. Like, what does that even mean? Uh, the more specific and, and concrete you can get with the goal, the better off uh, you'll be. So, for example, one of the goals that I've set for myself is that by the end of the year, so there's the time bound. So by mm-hmm. December, whatever, 31st of 2015. I want to have completed my oral qualifying exam. Nice. Uh, so it's definitely measurable. I'll know yes or no whether I've done it. It's specific. You know, it's this very specific thing that I want to get done. It's relevant because it's then basically a major hurdle to finishing my PhD. Um, and it achievable. I mean, it's definitely a little bit of a stretch goal because I have to finish my thesis and my portfolio before then, and then also study a little bit. But it's possible and it it's it's enough of a stretch goal to for me to find it motivating but it's not so outrageous that i just immediately give up yeah so that's one thing that i've kind of come up with this year at least a goal in terms of my school life yeah cool man yeah what yeah, what's, I, where, where I, are you at school wise like in terms of like kind of looking ahead to finishing up this year what do, what do you want to have done oh uh, I don't know the exact specific dates right now. I know I laid out something as I did my like portfolio plan, for instance, right? And um, did that sort of planning with uh, with my advisor uh, a while ago. So I actually need to get that document just to kind of remind me. Yeah, that's um, what I, that's what I, I looked at that actually last week. Just to like, what did I say? What 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 did we say in this meeting about what is actually like feasible? And, yeah. So um, obviously, I'm you know a goal of mine is to finish my proposal write up uh, before I get back. You know, before the beginning of the new semester, mm-hmm. and um, I already sent a kind of a preliminary write-up of the analysis results. Mm-hmm. So everything sort of minus the discussion. I, I don't have all the tables in there, but I sent that to Becky. So hopefully, if everything is sort of it, it, in general, if everything is good, um, I'll also I'm simultaneously going to be working on my discussion as well. So hopefully, that all comes together uh, before the semester starts back. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the ultimate goal is to get that approved and signed off and finished. Right. Complete by right. my first and second reader uh, before the end of the semester, hopefully before the mid <laughs> uh, middle of the semester. Right. Um, so that's that. And then uh, to finish my other portfolio um, thing. So for, for my portfolio, uh, so we have to do a portfolio as a part of our program that consists of things like going to conferences, presenting or presenting at conferences, uh, publications, yeah, things that writing review papers. Your thesis yeah. counts as one of your items. Yeah. Things um, that. Research tools, yeah. yeah, things that really, uh, um, things that really support your your work in terms of career mm-hmm. stuff, um, in terms of being examples of like 
your skills and things like that. Um, yeah, and, the, really and the idea is too that you these are not just random items; they're all items that support your stated career goals. So if you're going acad- into academia, you know all your portfolio items should help you get an academic job. Um, if you're going, if you're trying to do something more applied, all your portfolio items are more related to to that. Yeah. So I actually want to. This might be too much, but um, either beginning or completing a lit review for my portfolio. Mm-hmm. Is that like the uh, review paper? Yeah, the review paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, that's usually and that, the first part of the dissertation proposal as well. Yeah, so it kind of so, hits two birds with one stone there. When people say that, take that with a grain of salt. Ah. So it's not the exact same document. Right, right, um, right. But the the basic the, the lit, of the reading yes. and yeah, yeah, yeah. It just can be similar. You know, you know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. the lit review is going to be lit review style and then obviously when you um and some, i can't remember the exact details so someone was explaining to me because uh, they were also told the same thing until they went to turn it in they're like oh this is the same thing you know mm-hmm. it was a confusion mm-hmm. basically what people have been saying and what it actually is there's uh differences in that you know what i mean so all i'm saying is to get more information about it <laughs> for you yeah, yeah. um but um yeah essentially if if you don't change your topic um, the work that you do for the lit review can be used or can be helpful and useful for creating your intro to your dissertation. Right. Um, I also need to do the, um, I'm going to attempt to do the stats tool, which is basically a stats exam. Mm-hmm. Um, you will dominate that. I don't know, man. Like I, I, I get, I know how to do things when I'm heavily immersed in it because mm-hmm. of my sort of obsessive personality. But if I haven't done it in forever, and so granted, if I study it. Yeah, study for a little bit probably. Yeah, if, if I haven't done it for a while, I have no idea. I'm like, I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know? Um, so yeah, it's going to take some studying and pre- preparing for that. Um, I'll, I'll need to definitely do that. And then uh, after that, if these p- couple things that I've attempted to publish or I think we're writing, working on writing something and also we've submitted another publication. If that comes through, I think that can count as my publication. Right. And so that's going to be the end of my uh, portfolio completion. Oh, wow. You're, so you're, you're pretty close then. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's nice that you've been able to kind of work on it simultaneously. I'm, yeah. I'm in the same – I'm in a similar position. I basically just have to – got to do some sort of stats workshop. Um, yeah. and I haven't really identified that and I'm, I'm going to try to make the case. There's a couple that I've been looking at on like Coursera or these other, um, um, online like schools, these MOOCs basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to try to make a case that I should be able to do one of those. I think a really well done online course is going to be more rigorous than any workshop I could go to. Yeah. And I feel like I'd rather do that. Uh, so I'm going to try to – I mean I feel like we can petition almost anything. So I'm going to talk to Becky and see if I can have that count as a as my stats workshop. Um, yeah, it will be better than like a one-day workshop. Definitely. Yeah, exactly. It's going to take yeah. a lot more work. But I want it to – I don't want to just do it just to like kind of cross it off. Like I, I, I know that my stats knowledge is underdeveloped just because of the way that I switched concentrations from master's to PhD, which means I had no electives left over, which means I didn't take very many stats classes. Uh, so I want to actually fill that gap. Um, yeah. So I'm going to try to do that. And then other than that, I've got to write my review paper uh, as yeah. well. And I've got to do some sort of project, uh, some qual tool. And that's I'm actually meeting with Becky today. And it might – the project we're going to work on together might – I might be able to make that into a qual tool. Uh, awesome. We'll see. What, uh, what's the g- general – I know you the, uh, the general – the, uh, our meeting, the project. our meeting is going to be basically the first time we sat down and talked about it. We've uh, chatted on Slack a little bit about it, and it's basically 
we're going to do some sort of writing project around uh, exploring what it actually let me just open it back about the exact sentence that we are interested in um but it's about basically so changing nature of organ organizational structures and kind of how mm-hmm. self-development is important to that leader yeah. self-development is important uh so the sentence we have here the question is how do you develop people who thrive not just survive in highly autonomous uncertain and ambiguous work situations yeah. Uh, so whether that's independent work, which is stuff that I'm really interested in, or things like uh, holacracy or you know these other self-managing teams, agile, mm-hmm. scrum, lean, manufacturing, things like that. Uh, mm-hmm. What does leader self-development look like and why is it important for, yeah. for those organizations? So I don't know what we're going to do. Hopefully I can incorporate some sort of uh, – maybe some sort of qualitative study in that, some sort of yeah. interviews that I can do and, and build into – what we're going to write about, but that's what actually what I'm going to, I'm going to head over there in about half an hour and we'll, we'll figure it out. Maybe, maybe next week I'll have more to say about it. Yeah. Cool, man. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Um, so, um, any, have you, have you put any, any other, do you have any goals you want to share? Any smart goals? Uh, not right now. Cause I've, any I've dumb been so, goals. I've been, uh, <laughs> I've been so emerged, um, with yeah. just getting, yeah, getting you, you're, you're, you're under, done intense deadline for that submission yeah. so um yeah so nothing right now next week maybe i'll i'll, I'll have a couple of things maybe yeah. i'll write it down actually that's 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 gonna be a goal um, <laughs> all right but then maybe the goals. next two weeks to have you know have like a well laid out document with some goals in it um, yeah smart goals in it good idea um i did i did something a little bit new this year in that i'm gonna try to plan out my work in quarters uh, mm-hmm. It's like every three months, basically. So I'm, I'm behind me on my whiteboard. I have basically everything I want to try to accomplish over the next three months. And then at the end of that, those three months, I'm going to take a little break and then kind of replan for the next three months. And yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for that approach because in the past, I have made some yearly goals. And then by, I don't know, May or June, they've kind of faded to the background as – you know, the day-to-day minutia have to, has, has taken over. So I'm hoping by doing it on a quarterly basis, it kind of stays more front and center. Yeah. I mean, definitely uh, with goal setting too, those uh, sub-goals are very important. To yeah, I usually lose the sub-goals. Goal. So yeah, that's basically exactly it. Yeah. If yeah. By doing it quarterly planning, you can have some more concrete sub-goals. Yeah. Um, yeah, it reminds me, like I've, when I go back, I just want to have a better, not necessarily system, but kind of go back to the things I know that work for me. Like, and I never really thought like you mentioned your whiteboard and stuff. I never really used for like stuff other than class, but um, you know, on my whiteboard and stuff when I was in class courses, I definitely would. Um, I definitely sort of lay out you know deadlines, things that needed to get done, et cetera. And I, I actually experienced a time where I think I got too comfortable and I didn't do that, mm. and I felt like oh overwhelmed, like I had no idea what was going on. Mm-hmm. So I then went back to it. So I never really thought. I never really thought about it at all, but I can still do that same type of planning. I think kind of similar to what you do mm-hmm. without being in classes, just with everyday oh, yeah. life stuff for one and also just other school-related things. And I would argue and it's maybe even more important when you're not in class because you don't have that structure. Yep. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I'll probably get back to that. Um, yeah, let's nerd out over some whiteboard strategies. Yeah. <laughs> It's helpful, man, because I'm, I'm a, I'm a what's-in-front-of-me-is-what-I-remember type guy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, being able to – Walk, you know, if you walk into your office, uh, just the, I think a the process of writing things down, mm-hmm. regardless, 
regardless if you if you look at it or not, for me, it's, it's very helpful. Just writing it down, going through the motions of actually spelling it out. Well, and it forces you to get clear about what you actually mean yeah. about things. And then the, the plus is obviously it's right in front of you. You know, yeah. um, if you walk into your workspace, you see it. <laughs> you, you know, yeah. Um, uh, and you can attend to it as much as you want, or you know, to, or don't want. Um, yeah. So cool. Yeah, that's that's, that's the stuff I'm going to try to kind of work on within the next couple of weeks. But you know, by the time I'm back in mm-hmm. oh, California, California. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Right. So when do you, do you head back here soon? Um, next week sometime, I'm guessing. Probably next week sometime, 20th. We, we, our next one still might be a Skype cast. All right. You, I hate that I'm calling it Skype cast. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 put that, I, I put that in the, in the show notes. I was like, it sounds stupid. I'll add that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, you know what we haven't done in a while? What haven't we done? Useless oh Yahoo News. I'm a little bit afraid to look at Yahoo because the real life news is so depressing and sad and messed up right now. But I'm sure there's, I'm sure Yahoo has some just utterly absurd stuff in there today. Let's see. Oh, avoid snack mistakes. I don't. Okay. So what's that about? <laughs> I like the idea of a snack mistake. Like you start eating something, and like you, like oh god, I messed up. Like oh, what am I doing? Uh, I don't know what it's about. It appears to be a video. I wonder if someone if someone makes a snack mistake, will they become so depressed that they uh, commit? Was it Hirakira? Hirakira? What, what is it? With the, not Harry Seppuku. Seppuku, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've made a, I've made a snack mistake. Well, I I, I, I wish. Okay, obviously this article is about like what to eat, but I think this would be a much better article article if it was about how you eat snacks, like chewing or like unwrapping things. <laughs> that would be an like interesting article. <laughs> I don't like the way you chew, boy. Be careful to not put your tongue between your teeth when chewing. That'll be a major snack mistake. <laughs> That's that should be a segment of our show. <laughs> snack mistakes. I'll tell you about a snack mistake I've made. Oh, oh God, yeah. Let's it's just, hear about it's it. Nothing recent, but it's like, well, God, but I've, it's like you know, especially when I was younger and just more grimy or whatever. But have you ever like you've been sitting on your couch and saw like a crumble? Like you're eating something, <laughs> and you see a crumble that, that you think is the same crumble out of what you're eating, and then you like it's an old crumble like, oh. though. Yeah, you pick it up, you throw it in your mouth, you're like, I have no idea what that just was. Like, have you ever done that? <laughs> I have. I have. <laughs> it's like, you're like, oh, what was that? Yeah. Like, uh, not only was that not part of the food I'm eating right now, I'm not even 100% sure that was food. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I, thought, I thought you were going to talk about a snack mistake being eating five pounds of gummy bears in less than a week. That was no, that was no mistake, sir. Actually, I just finished them off right now. Uh, well done. You have the well, you have you have the keg, the empty keg right there. Can I? Yeah, can, can you can you tap it against something? I'm gonna bring it back. Oh, 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 you found oh, oh. Hold on here, sir. Oh, good. So I told you that the bag there's a bag within the uh, canister of gummy bears. Uh huh. And so I thought I ate all the gummy bears within the bag, which I did. I pulled out the bag. <laughs> Looks like I got a I got a rogue stray gummy a bears. Gummy bear here. <laughs> you guys are about to witness the last. Gummy bear being eaten in a five-pound can of gummy bears. So the question is, are you going to refill that? Oh, yeah. I'm bringing right, it back. All right, good. Bring it, it back. When I fill it up, there's probably going to be more than – More than five pounds. Probably going to be about eight pounds in it. See, so you're not – so what I would be concerned about filling up five pounds worth of gummy bears is that they would go stale before you could eat them all. Is that not a concern that you have? They go stale. I don't know. I, don't, I feel like gummy bears can go stale. They get kind of hard. 
No? <laughs> you guys, uh, what we're learning here is that you've never had a gummy bear in your possession long enough for it to go stale, which is fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, That's like – that was when I – so I grew up with four younger brothers and we would go through a gallon of milk basically every day. So yeah. when I moved out for college, I didn't actually realize that milk could exist in your refrigerator for longer than a, like two or three days. I, I just thought it went bad. I didn't know. But it doesn't. I don't know if you knew that. No, I didn't. <laughs> uh, do you find anything else on Yahoo other than our snack mistakes? Uh, no. I'm not. See, the Golden Globes happened yesterday, so there's a lot. I mean, I would say any arg- article about that is stupid, but they're not necessarily funny. Let's see. Oh, Yahoo, you're slipping. You're yeah. taking a long time to load. There's a lot of stuff about the France attacks. Uh, yeah, right. And that's not fun. A lot of stuff about the Golden Globes. You tell me you don't want to talk about God, no. who or what better? <laughs> <laughs> no, I do not at all. I do not. Uh, Although okay. I do like Amy Poehler and Tina Fey. Yeah, I heard they were pretty funny, so I'm glad yeah. for that. But I did not. It's, I think it's safe to say I did not watch the Golden Globes last night. Did you? You were you were there, weren't you? You were watching it. I was actually there. Now I, I watched part of it. I think I turned it on as I was walking in. Like turned it on, the TV was on there, and gotcha. um, um, and then you got mad that you'd missed part of it. You're like, why did anyone tell me it was no. on? No. I mean, I, was, I, I like movies and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I you like. Do you like award shows? Yeah. Uh, uh, see, here I am being all judgy, and you love this thing. I'm sorry. I don't necessarily for... like award shows, though. Okay. Same. Like I said, I like when the hosts are funny. Yeah. Um. But at the same time, you know, some of the some of the speeches get annoying, you know, yes. <laughs> you know, especially the people that have been there, done that, you know, yes. and they have to still pretend like it's it's so meaningful. Maybe it is. Maybe I'm being judgy now. Yeah, we can be judgy. It's our podcast. Yeah. We can be we can judge whatever we want. Yeah. There's no. There's no. Oh, oh, oh whoa, whoa, whoa! Check out the Pope's new ride. <laughs> you got a new Pope mobile. I didn't see uh, that one. Calling it a jeepney. I want. Oh, I saw that. I don't know. I didn't click it though. I was confused. Where yeah, is it? My, my internet's acting crazy. No. Right, there we go. It's a jeepney. What's it look like? Pope Francis will travel oh, in a it. different kind of Pope mobile during his visit to the Philippines later this week. An open jeepney. It. I don't know. It looks like a truck, of sorts. Why is there I a coke on top of it? Is that I, it? Or is that that's behind my, it? That's why I can't tell if that's huh. actually Weird. it or just something. Weird. Not Yahoo's kind of, not giving us the important information here. Because maybe, yeah, there's too many too many th- real things going on in the world right now. Oh, here Gosh. we go. It says the Pontus vehicle will be plain white. Mm. That's no fun. I feel like they're really missing an opportunity there. I think the Pope should get to uh, – Well, that or the Pope should get to uh, express himself on his vehicle. He should. He's the Pope. Why not? Well, yeah. That's a, you make a good point. I, of again, course. Again, you make a great point. Thank you. <laughs> oh, all right. Yahoo's letting us down. That's it for this week yeah. on Yahoo Useless News. Maybe next time. Right now, if you want, if you go to Yahoo right now, you'll get to see lots of depressing news. You'll so see lots I don't of recommend it. I'm not yeah. going to put any links in the show notes. This, avoid Yahoo. This is a, a you go avoid, avoid Yahoo. Avoid Yahoo for at least the next three days. Well, yes, unless something else terrible out, happens. Come out Tuesday. Yeah, just avoid Yahoo for a bit. Uh, I'm just avoid avoid internet news. Let's just put it at that. Avoid looking at things. Look avoid at opening screens. your eyes. 
Don't yeah. For the next two days, stop opening your eyes. Don't even use your eyes. Avoid avoid getting out of bed. Don't why get out of bed? No way. You're you're just gonna wear out your feet. You're gonna wear out. You only get two. You're gonna you're gonna hear like miserable things outside. You're gonna it's 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 cold in certain places. Mm -hmm. Stay in bed. Stay in bed, rest your feet. Close your Stay eyes. Stay in bed. Stay in bed until you're old. Yeah. Until, until until your grandkid comes in, telling you that he wants to buy a chocolate bar so he can go to Willy Wonka's chocolate factory, and then mm-hmm. miraculously be able to walk again. <laughs> yes. And dance a little bit. And dance and dance. You're as if your legs have atrophied mm-hmm. for months in a bed. For well, years. Well, he's he was doing leg exercises under his blankets that we couldn't see. He was uh, like doing uh, some sort of uh, weightlifting. Jeez, man. When I watch that movie, man, I, I'm like, I, I always judge those old people. I'm like, you pieces of crap. What is wrong? Especially <laughs> the one bad. At least commit commit to your, your non-ability to want to, or non-desire to get up. You can't just get up when, <laughs> when something awesome over, happens. Yeah, some when opportunity you, for you. <laughs> when you get to go on an amazing tour of an incredible candy factory. Oh, now suddenly, oh, okay, great. Yeah, great. Thanks for all the help you, the last take. several years. Uh, and you got all... Oh, Charlie, just work trying trying to do good. Gosh, man. Anyway, that's a good movie. It is a good movie. Weird movie, but a good one. All right. On that note, go watch uh, Charlie and Chocolate Factory. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, bringing you the bringing you the hard hitting uh, commentary this week yeah. is uh, the file drawer with uh, Sam and Eric. Yeah. Uh, Thanks for so, joining us every week. For the people that we, it seems like we have some repeat listeners. Some we you do. know. Some long-time listeners. <laughs> uh, we do. We do. Um, as I said, uh, I was telling you off offline earlier, My um, the other day my dad text messaged me with two headlines that he saw next to each other on Yahoo and because yeah. he's now looking for the useless news like we do. Yeah. Do you know what those are? I don't remember what they are and I'm not going to tell him. them up. I'll, I'll find him them not, some other time. Not to, not to check it out bed. this week. I'll tell him not to get out of bed or open his eyes this week because it's <laughs> too sad. Maybe just maybe just watch. Well, not watch. Maybe just listen to Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, that's yeah. That's our hot tip this week. Hot tip. Uh, the file drawer dot audio backslash episodes backslash ten. The number ten uh, is where you can find the show notes for this week. We I noticed we have a uh, a review on iTunes. Finally, somebody <laughs> left us a review. I did not recognize the username, so I think it might just be somebody who who we don't know who listened and enjoyed it. Is Which is incredible. Review? Is it a good review or bad It's a good review. review. It's a very it's a good review actually. I'm surprised. So thank uh-huh. you to our our listener who went out and actually left us a review. That made Give him a shout warm. out. Uh, I don't remember the username in off the top of my head, but it, I think it's the only review there. So uh, thank you to that person. Uh, we greatly appreciate it. And if you're our friends and you haven't left a review yet, you're borderline dead to us. Just Whoa, just so that's... you should know. That's 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 messed up. Uh, I said borderline. They still got. To, they can have a chance to redeem themselves. What, what is borderline? You talking about coma or? Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't know what the continuum that's, that's is actually for that. I'm sweet. just saying, uh, our friendship may or may not uh, be in dire straits. Not the band. Yeah. All right. 